Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. Wealth is more than just money, where you will hear leading professionals share expert advice on how to become financially free, generate wealth, and legacy wealth. If you want to discover how to enhance your money mindset through strategies, tools, and techniques, then this is the podcast for you. Your host, Paul Lawrence Van, is a financial coach, two-time number one international best-selling author, course creator, and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free, discover ways to build wealth, and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years. Will you be next? Here is your host, Great day, Paul everyone. Lawrence I'm your Van. Host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy Podcast, and of course, today is a special Veterans Day broadcast. I brought on amazing veterans and people who served in the Army and the Air Force. And now I'm going to be introducing someone by the name of Eldana Fernandez. How are you doing today, Eldana? I am awesome sauce. Thanks so much for inviting me today. Happy Veterans Day. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we want to give honor and pay our respects to all of the veterans in all branches of the service, those who have gone on to the heavenly realm, and of course, of active active veterans now. Uh, we are, There are 19 million of us worldwide, so we have a lot of company, and uh, we're just glad to be here to share this, and not only with the veterans, but also with their families. Because when we served, so did our family. So we wanted to give them honor and recognition as well. So let's get started, Eldana, and we're going to have a great time. Let's talk about the fact that you joined the U.S. Air Force. Please share what it was like when you made that decision. What was it like? Take us and give us that backstory, if you will. Well, I had a pretty uh, pretty rough childhood, and I was kind of running with the wrong crowd. I was a high school dropout. People wouldn't know that about me unless I shared that with them, but I was kind of going down the wrong path. I decided to get my GED, and I was going to go to college, and I saw this. I, we, I was living in Pensacola, Florida. I saw this ad about the Air Force. Air Force, a great way of life. Uh-huh. So the next thing you know, I ended up in the Air Force with the intention of going to get a college degree. Ah, okay. And they had that sign. And that, that's uh, it really gets your attention at the time you're looking at it, because no matter where we happen to be, it's all about that opportunity. We're looking at doing different things, not necessarily the norm. But the fact of the matter is you just decided, hey, you know, this Air Force thing may be a good thing. And of course, you know, we, we bleed red, blue. So, uh, you know, it's really great uh, to know that. Now, let's talk about um, your when you announced this to your family, your mom, your dad, and in terms of you making that decision, what was that like? What was their response to that? Well, my mother had passed when I was 12, uh, okay. but my father was, uh, and she was an alcoholic, so I grew up in uh-huh. that kind of a unfortunate situation. Mm-hmm. But uh, my father was kind of overjoyed. He's like, can we go to the recruiter's office now? And it was like nighttime, but right. <laughs> it's kind of like <laughs> anything to get her on some kind of path. Uh-huh. And and so he was, he was happy that I had decided to do that. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. And let's talk about you making that transition and you're going to basic training. It's a unique experience for us all. What was it like for you and where were you located when you went through your basic training? Well, uh, basic for the Air Force is Lackland Air Force okay. Base, San Antonio, uh-huh. the gateway to the Air Force, as they uh-huh. call it. And, right. and I actually went in the Air Force 
and I had was interested in computers and, and I had despite the fact that I didn't finish high school, I scored very high on the ASVAB test, the the, for the, exactly. the test to get in. The, uh, and so I computers was something I was interested in. And that was a long time ago, so long ago that it, that was considered an administrative in the administrative career. Uh -huh. I was when it came on board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah now, but when I when I joined, I, I went to go do my physical and that's where you were supposed to pick your job. And I didn't see computers on there, but they had open administrative. Of course, they didn't tell me that there was slim to no chance that that job was going to be available when I went to basic training, but they're like, yeah, you, you can get that. It, it may be available. So I went in with the uh, open administrative uh, job choice. Uh-huh. Yeah. They, they, they build it up. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna get this. You're gonna get this. Right, right. <laughs> and I, get, I get the basic training, and uh -huh. it's time for me to go pick my job. And they slide this list to me, and it was an old rip sheet back in the uh -huh. day. I remember. And they so they slid the the rip sheet across to me, and there were all these jobs, but there was no computer anything and there was one job that had a really high score so it was it was kind of like this job was way up here and then way down here were all these other jobs that had about half the score that this one did uh -huh. so i thought you must need to be smarter to do this job than these jobs sure. so i chose that one and it was called contract specialist so that's uh -huh. how i ended up in the contracting career field that's a good career field because everything is done on contracts, you know, with, with the government and, and, of course, with the military, Air Force. Yeah, yeah, I always say God's perfect plan, you know. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I worked in that, that contract in the arena for many years. My, actually, my first eight years in the military, so I worked in the acquisitions area. So now that you're finished basic training, what was where was your first assignment? Well, I went to tech school at Lowry Air Force Base in Denver. Colorado, which is no longer there. And then yeah. I was assigned to McDill Air Force Base in Tampa. Tampa. Yeah. And I only intended to stay four years. Me too. Get in, do my four years, get out. And yeah. by the end of four years, I only had about a year of college because I was going to night school uh -huh. to get my degree. And I, I, then I ended up extending my enlistment. And of course, the, the I ended up serving 23 years. I woke up yeah. one day and like, wait, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes in the Air Force. It goes by really fast. But but that was, I think, a wonderful uh, feel. And that, that location is really nice, too, McDill. Yeah, everybody in the Air Force, they want to go to Florida, California, or Hawaii. <laughs> so that, that's really great. So also, let's talk a little bit about uh, your active duty experiences and what was that like? Because we may have a few people here uh, that's viewing that are contemplating that out of high school. So what would you say to them in regards to if they're considering going to the Air Force? Well, I, for me, it was it was a life-saving type of thing because one, yeah. I got training in a great career field. And then I, I did end up getting a bachelor's degree in business management uh -huh. and then an associate's degree as well. And then, then the Community College of the Air Force contract sure. management degree. So it gave me, even if I'd only done four years, it would have given me enough experience to get into the, the civilian world while I'm, I'm actually doing it now because uh -huh. 
would get to that with COVID and everything that happened there. But I was able to get a job right out of the Air Force. Everybody needs, anybody who has government and experience as a contracts per, contract specialist, acquisition, contracting officer. I was a contracting officer in the Air Force. So uh, anybody who has that kind of experience, the jobs oh. are out there because all the defense contractors need somebody that understands the federal regulation, which I do. So uh-huh. I don't think anybody can completely understand that craziness. <laughs> it's a lot of work. I know that. <laughs> it is, but it it enabled me to get training. And had I only stayed four years, I would have had the GI Bill that I could have used to go to college. So it, it gives a lot of opportunities for you to make a decision. They, they used to have a, a slogan, a marketing campaign that said a great place to start. That was for the military, any branch yeah. of the service. It is a great place to start if you don't know what you want to do. And if you don't want to go to college right away, it's an opportunity to get a job skill. And then maybe you, if you have the kind of job where you're able to go to night school, I went to, I went to school on my lunch hour and I went to night school and it was, it was so great. you maximize your time get, to get that degree and everything, which is really remarkable. Well, first of all, you served 23 years. We want to definitely thank you for that. And uh, then you retired. So now you're a U.S. veteran. Talk to us about what it's like to be a veteran of the Air Force today. Well, today, I think there are so many programs out there to help veterans and to support veterans. When I got when I retired, the Uh transition assistance was non-existent. There were no organizations to help me. I really felt lost. And it Uh was and I think and no matter how long you've served, when you go out into the civilian world, real life, as some people call it, you feel that sense of loss. It is a time of loss because you have a certain way of life and it, things just uh-huh. aren't the same and you miss that. So I am a member of Saddleback Church here in Orange County, California. Uh-huh. We have a veterans group. As a matter of fact, this evening we are going out for dinner and this uh-huh. morning we were together at a mayor's prayer breakfast as uh-huh. a I saw that on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. uh, I have my veteran brothers and sisters and and uh-huh. we banter back and forth just like we were still in the uh-huh. military. So it's exactly. it's good. I think now with all the different organizations that have different services with transition assistance, helping with jobs, people yeah, are there. They have internships now. They what? They have internships now as well for the veterans. Right. Yeah, yeah. coming out, which wasn't there when I was there. So uh, fantastic. So let me tell you all viewers and listeners about Eldana. She's an accredited speaker. She's worked with National Speakers Association. She's worked with uh, Toastmasters International. She's also an author, negotiation trainer, and she is doing some amazing things. She's also the founder of Amazing Business, Baskets and Beads Kenya. So let's share that, Eldana, so people can learn more about you and your business. She's very successful. And then we're going to talk about something else that she recently uh, received. Well, I was doing speaking and training full time for I had was working. I retired. I went to work for some defense contractors in 2016. I started doing full time speaking and training, wrote a book called Think Like a Negotiator, doing training on leadership and negotiation, management, things like that. 
and I had a few small contracts and things. And uh-huh. in 2018, I went on a mission trip with a group to Kenya uh-huh. and I met the, these women that live in a slum there and they uh-huh. make beautiful handcrafted jewelry, like what I'm wearing this necklace. And also in the back. Yeah. Those are made yeah. out of magazines. And, and I hey, thought, phenomenal, Oh, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, it's incredible. And I, I got woke up in the middle of the night with this, this idea to buy some beads and sell them with my book when I was speaking. So I brought Mm -hmm. back half a suitcase of beads intending that maybe I could help them out a little bit. Well, it's turned into a whole lot more than a little bit. Uh And eventually I've been to Kenya six times, obviously COVID caused a big break in things. And we, we had started to build and it was interesting the way right before COVID, my speaking really tapered down to next to nothing. And I couldn't understand what was going on. Uh And so I ended up taking a job. You know, I always say Uh God knew because I, Uh December, 2019, I went to work for a defense contractor, which I'm still there to pay the business expenses. Exactly. I I couldn't let the ladies, we had come to a point and it was starting to taper off COVID hit and then everything stopped. Uh So, uh, we were starting to build back up again, and uh-huh. which is a good thing. Some of our wholesale cust- our wholesale customers closed down. They went uh-huh. out of business. They stopped uh-huh. ordering. That I was in three retail locations. I had to pull out of two of them. It, it okay. just was a struggle. So now we're turning it around and building it back up. Okay, so you went through that pivot, made some adjustments. Now the item that you have right there, what is that made out of? Which this or that? Yeah, uh, on, yeah that you. This wear. is a, this is made out of seed beads. We call this the Layla necklace. It's uh, it's. Let's see if I can get a little. That's closer. amazing. That it's all amazing. hand. It's all hand beaded, hand woven. Yeah. It's like they're woven together. They they come in a lot of different colors, and uh, they're it's it just lays flat. It's very nice. It's not. Sure. It's not heavy either. It's a lot of beating, but it's not heavy. This is Layla. We all, they're all named after somebody. So, so Layla is our director in Kenya. Okay. And so this, this necklace is named after her. Uh-huh. She manages all, all the operations there. She's sure. basically we're side by side. I'm here. She's there. So uh-huh. that is amazing though. That's a gift itself in terms of being able to, to create that. Yeah, they presented this to me about a year in and said, Madam, we have some, we have a new necklace. So they yeah. present things and I see how it works. This, these uh-huh. sell fairly well. Uh-huh. And actually, they all do things. People are starting to buy jewelry again. So exactly. that's, that's exciting. Fantastic. Well, congratulations with that. And, uh, you know, I look forward to supporting you on it as well. Awesome sauce. Okay. And let's take a look at the recent award that you uh, received, the 2021 Entrepreneurship Award for Veteran-Owned Businesses of the Year. Please share that with our viewers as well, Eldana. Well, the the Rosie Network is an organization that supports veteran-owned businesses and veteran spouses Uh to help them be in business. And they've been an organization for 10 years, and they have... Uh, an annual award for business for business owners, veteran-owned and veteran spouse business owners, uh-huh. and active-duty business owners, and people nominate uh, people. Oh. So they have twelve awards, 
Uh-huh. And I think there were over 160 nominations for the 12 wow. awards. So I was nominated by someone for the Better Known Business of the Year Award. And okay. I was selected as uh, I, Baskets and Beads Kenya, was selected as the Veteran Owned Business of the Year. And I, as the veteran, I'm kind of the face of the business. Of the business. Exactly. Well, congratulations. And if you could provide uh, how people can learn more about Baskets and Beads. Well, you can find okay. me at basketsandbeadskenya.com. I'm okay. also on Facebook at Baskets and Beads Kenya, Instagram, Baskets and Beads Kenya. Okay. Page. We've also got a group. And also you can go to the website. There's a little 10% off pop-up. You can get on the mailing list. I don't over mail people. I Sure. Usually I have once a week, I, we have a product of the week and uh-huh. then we have a monthly newsletter. So as we're going into the holidays, it'll probably be things like Giving Tuesday and Black Friday and Cyber Monday specials as well. Okay, fantastic. And people can also donate as well, correct? Yes. So since March of 2020, so I, we have a nonprofit side uh-huh. too, basketsandbeatskenya.org is the okay. nonprofit side. That's and okay. it's we actually, when everything shut down because of COVID and there were no orders, mm-hmm. I went back to the job to make sure the business expenses were covered. Exactly. Just because the sales stopped, the Absolutely. expenses stopped. So I needed to pay to annual to, fees and taxes and oh, right. and like this. the five store fee, and then I still got rent at the the facility right. that I that I was at three facilities, but then I back down to one and all all those mm-hmm. type of things. So my salary pretty much goes to cover those expenses. And, exactly. and we're almost at the point where the, the we're at even, now we just need to get into profit again. Yes. So, exactly. uh, uh, so since March of 2020, we have been mm-hmm. providing food packs for thir- over 30 women and over 80 kids. I had thought we have gotten to a point where mm-hmm. some of them were prostituting themselves or selling mm-hmm. illegal alcohol or picking food scraps from the dumpster. And mm-hmm. I, was not willing to sit here at my table and eat my food, knowing that they might be starving doing that again. So I, uh, we raised money uh, uh-huh. about a thousand dollars a month, and we're going uh-huh. to continue that through December, sure. and then we're tapering it off because things have opened up over there, and since the orders are starting back here, we uh-huh. can get them back to sustainability because our our motto is being fully supporting by their own contributions, a hand up, not a handout. So. Uh-huh. We helped them during that period, and we have been able to raise $1,000 a month since uh-huh. March 2020. Okay, fantastic. I tell so you, Adana, Kenya you, are, you are still serving. It's just like on active duty. You, you haven't stopped. You continue to make a difference, positive difference in the lives of others and communities as well. Well, it's that service before self, yeah. Air Force core value that still lives on. Exactly, exactly. We, we thank you for it, your service and during and after. I mean, that, that's really, truly amazing. So I uh, want to ask you, is there anything else you'd like to share at this time? Feel free to do so. And we'd love to hear what you have to say. Well, I'm happy to, to be here today. And it's, it's Veterans Day. And there's that saying that said a veteran is someone who at one point in their life signed a blank check made payable to the United States of America for an amount of up to and including my life. Exactly. So when I took that oath of, the, of enlistment, when you took the oath, uh-huh. 
uh-huh. the commissioning oath. When we, when we all took the oath to go into the military, we were willing to put our lives on the line for the freedoms that we enjoy. And I, I just pray that people think about that today and think about coming together in harmony and, and community and um, be, being, I have a, a, another veteran friend of mine, business owner, Larry Broughton has a, I put this, I got this from him. I put this on my email in my, at my work, mm-hmm. offer grace, patience, and forgiveness freely and often. Yes. It's, it's something that people, people are looking to be offended a lot. And I think mm-hmm. if we offered each other more grace, patience, and forgiveness and kindness, it would be, uh, we'd go, we'd, we'd have a kinder and more harmonious world. Absolutely. Yes, it makes me think of that song, uh, What the World Needs Now is Love, Sweet Love. And every time I see something not working out, that's the first song that comes to my mind because that's exactly what the world needs today. That's yeah, right. A lot of people. More love, it. less hate. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I tell you, Aldana, you are amazing. And all the viewers know it. And the people who are listening, they know it. And we thank you, first of all, for your presence right now. We thank you for all your years of service that you provide and also your service that you have now. Happy Veterans Day to you. And thank you so much for being just a remarkable uh, guest here on the special Veterans Day broadcast. We really appreciate you and thank you for it. Thanks for having me. All right. And to all the viewers and the listeners, uh, Eldana is another example, just a tremendous veteran that's doing amazing things. And we all know as veterans that our path was never straight. We had winding roads. We had, uh, you know, the lofty air. Sometimes we're on flights. We're like, I'm not sure we're going to make it. And and just a lot of uh, twists and turns in life. But we always land on our feet like a beautiful cat. And uh, it's great to have Eldana. Fernandez here, and we thank her for her service and also for her family as well. So uh, this ends uh, this particular uh, episode here with Eldana, and I want to thank you all for being viewers and make sure that you have your family, friends, and colleagues review this particular episode with Eldana because you're going to learn a lot. And Eldana, thank you so much, my friend, and I really am appreciative of you for taking out your time today because I know you have other activities as well. Thanks so much. All right. Take care, everyone. And I'll talk to you later. Make sure you go and rate and review this particular episode with Adana. It'll be on Apple Podcasts, and I'll put that out to you all. Have a great day, everyone. And thank you so much. Thank you, Adana. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Thanks for listening to Wealth Academy Podcast. Please subscribe and rate this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. To get you or someone you know assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching, in addition to resources associated with this podcast, email paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com.